This is riveting. Find more at riveting.fm. In five, four, <laughs> three. Hey, and welcome to the show. Yeah. I'm Morgan, and I'm a publicist. I'm Linda, I'm a writer and editor, and this is Drink, Drink, Drunk, boo, 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 boo. a grammar show with a drinking sidecar. I've already done that one before. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's really throwing me off tonight. He's sitting with his back fully turned to us, so yeah. we don't know when he's going to participate, when he isn't. We're trying to anticipate it. You know, it. I didn't sit in that chair because I was like, I don't want to not face you. And now his back <laughs> is just fully turned. Hello, ladies. I, I um, find your back. Yeah. I, uh, we, I don't we have a mic the in the studio. right position. Yeah, I moved everything around and my back's to them. and It's chaos. Can't figure out how to do this. <laughs> I can't turn around. The mic's facing this way. Oh, oh my well. God. How oh, awkward. <laughs> it Terrible. is awkward. Okay. All right. Just All ignore right. me. Okay. Bye. Business as usual. Welcome to the show, guys. As Brian so eloquently said earlier. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, you should always start our podcast. Yeah, that was fun. It's a real burst of energy. All right. <laughs> oh my like god! Such a shock. Okay. Speaking. Oh, I see our huge emojis on your screen right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I. I usually can't read. see your computer screen. Things are all out of whack. I know, this is weird. Okay. This is weird. Bear with us, everybody. It's a, Listen, guys, it's a new day. The Brian's making as much noise as possible. In the studio. Feeling cracked. Yeah. There were squirrels running around up there for a while. Got rid of them. Whatever. In the it's attic. jungle land over squirrel here. squirrel shit up there. It was about to fall on my head. As pointed out during our last recording to Linda, and I was the whole time recording, I was finding someone to fix it. That guy came. He was super weird. Spent three days doing it. Cost me a shit ton more money, I thought. I had to take everything out of this studio, put it back, put it back a little differently, and now my back's to these ladies. I didn't mean to make you so self-conscious about the crack in your ceiling. I was just like, wow, do you know that you have a crack in your ceiling? No, I knew That's it, but I needed big. you to kick me in the gear and get it fixed. Now I did. Mm-hmm. Oh, my point right. of me telling this story is I'm not done. I ain't hang up all the sound treatment, so it sounds very echoey. If you can tell a difference, please write in <laughs> and tell me. I don't think I'll fuck off. Oh, that was me. I'm sorry, everybody. It's been a, a long day. He's just very stressed out about the sound quality and the new setup of the studio. As we all are. All right, you can continue. Sorry. All right. Thanks. So, um, amazingly, still found time to send a link to an article. He's like, he can do it all, that yeah. Brian. It's a modern American Literally woman. all I can do he is can... pay someone to fix my drywall, and while it's happening, send Morgan a link to an article. Yeah. But thank you. Thank you. Um, what was that? did one-tenth of the amount of work that Morgan did that day. <laughs> huh? uh, that, what was that movie? Like, how does she do it all? Jumanji. With like... <laughs> Jessica Parker and she was like I'm so busy but I have kids but I like wear high heels she might not have been the person that was in it yeah I feel like it might not have been her whatever well that's Brian is what I'm trying to say (laughs) okay thank you I'm thinking of like Diane Keaton like remember when she like adopted a baby or something I think this is like an 80s movie yeah the one I'm that's the one I'm thinking of is like from 2014 or something 
I no. have no idea what that movie is. She's all that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, this is the How time in the show where I have to ad-lib because Morgan is Googling something that means nothing to our show. Sarah Jessica Parker was in I Don't Know How She Does It in 2011. That makes no sense. No, she was struggling. Who else was in The daily balance of her high-powered career and the needs of her husband and children. Uh, Greg Kinnear is her husband. I think you're reading what was going on in her real life, and that's why she had to make that movie. Um, but that's the plot of the movie. Can you the Rotten Tomatoes... Uh, Wait, who's that on the left? Um, I mean, that was Greg Kinnear. I don't. Linda, I can't no, see anything. My back's to you. I can't uh, see. I have I can't no see idea, you guys. Oh, it looks Brian, like Pierce Brosnan from here. Oh my here. god, Brian! I really need you to just like I don't What's know. What's the Rotten Tomatoes rating on that bad boy? Seventeen <laughs> percent. <laughs> That's about the uh, rating of this episode. <laughs> Best episode. It is ever. Pierce Brosnan. Good job. Oh, look at me. Okay, I like. I know modern actors. He's not a modern actor. Right? Yeah, he Pierce is. I mean, he's in movies in 2011. It's 2017. Well, it's not that long ago. Okay. <laughs> Regardless, if I had to respond to that comment right now with an emoji, do you want to know which one it would be? What? Hmm. That's chin scratch. Chin scratch. Chin scratch, eyebrow raised emoji, which, according to Esquire, is the symbol of our time. They call it the thinking face emoji. Mm-hmm. This is by Luke O'Neill, sent to me by Brian, a.k.a. Coco, a.k.a. Wild Man in the Corner over there, <laughs> when he was doing it all this week. Uh, he's a regular SJP Pierce Brosnan <laughs> hybrid. <laughs> That's literally the nicest thing you ever said about me. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, okay. So basically the thinking face defines our culture today. Uh, it's Luke says, it doesn't matter what the news is because I already know your reaction. <laughs> it's thinking face emoji. Like whatever you're hearing, especially on social media, like especially on Twitter, like it, it you could be reading any headline and your answer is going to be, hmm. Um, hmm. <laughs> so it's the, <laughs> Luke says it's the dumbest year in recent memory. Uh, our faces have all become stuck, a nation of concussed and bewildered morons absorbing the news piece by piece, stroking our chins pensively, trying to make sense of information hell. In 2015, the Oxford Dictionary is named uh, face with tears of joy as the word of the year. You know, like laughing, crying emoji. Yeah. Because um, it was... I think you once, you recently did that in a text to me and I didn't understand oh. how it was connected to the words that you were saying. Uh. <laughs> you told me that everyone was too tired to go out and then you did like three of those and I was like, I, I think I misunderstand what that emoji means. I mean, I always assume you're right, but I'm like, those don't go together in my mind. <laughs> it just is what it is. In 2015, that was the most frequently used emoji globally. But now that time seems so long ago, we can scarcely remember what was so amusing back then. Because every day is just... Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so it's like... 
news is happening so fast and it's so bizarre and it's so wild that it's like you don't even have time to think about and form a reaction to each thing. Like if you took the time out to like get upset about every yeah thing, you'd, you know, would run out of hours in the day. So it's like everything you just give a hmm. Is there like an exhausted, exasperated emoji? Because that's how I feel when I read the news. Probably. Um, that's the one I want. The numbers on emoji use in 2017 are in yet, obviously. But the founder of Emojipedia says that the hmm face has placed in their top 10 emojis for 2016 and 2017. And it was only introduced in 2015. Huh. So it's the most popular among the newer emojis. Interesting. Yeah. I'll tell you something that if I were texting it to someone, maybe would have made me use the 100 emoji or mm. potentially the thumbs up emoji. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even the laugh and cry face, except that maybe I'm now questioning if I know the meaning of that. Sure, sure, sure. Was that Katie Holmes mm. and Jamie Foxx. We're just trying to find a reason to bring that up. Yeah. Okay. I've been thinking about it a lot. Okay. I'm just so happy for them now yeah. Yeah. that they can finally be public. I understand. And I just think it's really great that there's a ray of hope maybe in 2017 for something good to you happen. That's a really good point. I would not give them a thinking face emoji. No. Um, I mean, maybe before it was public, I would because I would be like, oh, I'm actually thinking about this. Yeah. Like, What's happening, guys? What's going on, guys? But now you're right. It is happiness. Not laugh, cry happiness. Oh, yeah. I guess not laughing. Um, Maybe crying tears of joy. Is there emoji for that? <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, people are using the thinking <laughs> face. Like, for example, when, you know, Breitbart uses a picture of the have victory parade saying that it's a pro-Trump rally. Oh, my God. People will, will respond to that tweet with the thinking emoji. It can be used in so many different places. Oh, here's something fun. Mm-hmm. So there is, you know, the Unicode emoji subcommittee, obviously. Right. And there's a guy, Mark Davis, who's on that subcommittee. And he says that that face um, is da, 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 thematically inspired. I had to get to the rest of the sentence. Thematically inspired by Rodan's The Thinker. Hmm. <laughs> If I could, if I could send you an emoji right now, that would be it. Yeah. So oh, that's cool. That piece was originally part of a larger work called "The Gates of Hell," depicting Dante yeah. looking down into the inferno. So again, bringing it all back to today. I we so we have the Rodin Museum in Philadelphia. Sure do. I would like to see them mm. stage an exhibition. Yeah, where they pose the thinker yeah which is outside yeah right next to a life-size thinking face emoji i would let people really yeah ponder that i would like them to print out like to do like a cardboard cutout of the face emoji and paste like tape it not paste like tape it over that guy's face yeah and then you know pick corresponding emojis for the other arcs of art and just make it into like an emoji sculpture garden 
and be like, this is all the kind of art you can understand. And they could have like a chalkboard around it where you would write things that would make you make that mm. face. Or they would just have like, you know, a selfie station. Or more likely. <laughs> well, ideas oh. for free, guys. Also, this article has so many typos in it. Sorry, Esquire. I don't know what your deal is. Oh, my God. Um, the brilliance of the chin stroke is the e efficiency of its deployment. I think they meant deployment. Um, because you only have to use it by itself. Like you don't have to use any other words. It is self-explanatory. It's doing the heavy lifting. It's saying what you are thinking. Sometimes things are so ridiculous. You don't need to say anything. You just need to. Hmm. I often write in text messages. Hmm. Yeah, that HMM. seems like so much more vague than the thinker. Okay. That's what you're going to call him now. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah, I'm the thinker. The thinker. Uh, so it doesn't say anything strong, but it can convey... That's interesting. Oh, that's a bit of a hot take. Uh, good insight. Or I don't think I agree with that. It can mean so many things. It can also mean like, you're a moron. Right. But you don't want to say This it. makes no sense. Um, oh, I my favorite use of it is like an interpretation of the Jim Halpert face from The Office. Yeah. So it's like that like look to camera being like, are you seeing this? Yeah. Do you believe this is even happening? Uh, someone I follow on Twitter, um, whose name I forget, but she is the TV critic for um, The New Yorker that I've talked about before. Yeah. And she wrote that um, the she, she's rewatching The Office right now. And she was like, I forgot that how much of The Office is just like people reacting with no sound. Like, so they just, like, make faces. <laughs> yeah. Like, I forget, like, how much of it is, like, just silent reactions. <laughs> it's pretty great. Pretty, pretty great. So, that's it, guys. Don't stop using the thinker. Okay, Morgan. Hmm. How do you spell hmm. Shakespeare's name? Actually, that's hard. You have to yeah. do it out loud. I mean, it's the word shake. The, yeah. the letter yeah. S. Okay. <laughs> I was like, no. P-E-A-R-E. Very interesting that you question that E. Mm. Okay. How do people think it's spelled? P-I-E-R. Wow. Just kidding. <laughs> Pierce Morgan. Um, Shakes Spears. <laughs> um, so they're like probably about a month ago by the time this comes out. Um, there was a big drama around Shakespeare's name. Drama. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not a comedy, though maybe someone considered a comedy. I mean, especially <laughs> this banter right here. <laughs> So on oh, NPR, we have to E or not to E. USC <sighs> and UCLA quibble over how to spell Shakespeare. Classic With California e squabble. Parentheses. Yeah, they have nothing else to worry about. That's why. <laughs> I mean, like North Korea. Um, like the infernos. Yeah. Oh, God. That's right. Now I feel like an asshole. That's okay. 
Aside from that, it's cool. Okay. <laughs> if Angelinos know one truth, it may well be this. There is absolutely no love lost between the University of Southern California and University of California, Los Angeles. Are they like rivals? I guess so. Okay. News to me. In the classroom, on the football field, around campus, few places escape the pervasive sway of LA's great rivalry. Wow. I know. Do you want I to pick no a side? Yeah. Um, well, why don't we pick a side after we hear about this okay. little squabble? Good idea. Okay. Um, their battle has now entered a new realm. Okay. The proper spelling of Shakespeare. All right. Okay. USC recently unveiled one of the most ambitious projects it has ever embarked upon. USC Village, a $700 million 15-acre development that opened earlier this month, as in August. Okay. Well, cool. <laughs> to great fanfare. And towering over it all is a 20-foot-tall bronze statue of Hakuba, legendary queen of Troy, with a, a base sporting a few choice verses from Shakespeare's Hamlet. Hmm. There's just one snag. The school spelled his name Shakespeare without the E at the end. Hmm. Yeah, that doesn't look right. Like, I'm trying to picture my brain because I don't have the computer in front of me. Yeah. I think it needs an E. So, UCLA tweeted, USC, the only place in America that can unveil a statue as the centerpiece of a $700 million project managed to misspell Shakespeare. <gasps> That's, Ooh. like, not, like, the most cutting quip I could ever think of but yeah okay. I mean like it was like a long way very to, long a, a long way Why'd to burn you have to put in 700 million like it's just like it, yeah it was, it was weird okay. yeah you could have just been like yo your expensive statues <laughs> fucked up <laughs> very smart um, um you did it wrong you could they could have just you know what they could have just tweeted hmm oh my god see perfect execution or how people go I fix this for you <laughs> and they could like put in the E. Okay. The statue and specifically a space uh, was blah, blah, blah. Doesn't matter. So how could something so important go so wrong? Great question. Well, if you ask USC, it didn't go wrong at all. In fact, the school says it what? used the unusual spelling for a very specific purpose. Of course they did. Over the centuries, his surname has been spelled 20 different ways. USC chose an older spelling because of the ancient feel of the statue, even though it is not the most common form. Morgan, what mm. do we say? Bullshit? Um, Who makes that call, first of all? Yeah, like how many meetings did you have to have about that? Because I think you would probably had to convince more than one person. Yeah, I agree. When I saw this, I was like, wait a second. I didn't even know there was another way to spell his name. And I guess it's a lot of people's reactions. Yeah. I always thought you had to have the E. Yeah. I don't, it's like Shakespeare without it. I don't know. Uh, I love pears. It's almost pear season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that could be like a good featured flavor at Shake Shack. The Shakespeare. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like a pear milkshake? Yeah, that sounds weird. I don't like it. I don't like it either. There's no such thing as pear pie, is there? Okay. That I've ever heard of. All right. Back to this dumb statute. <laughs> I'm just turned on USC so hard. Yeah. Um, here's Agreed. the thing. Who, yeah, who decided this? Did anyone else care? Did anybody question it? Or was everybody like, 
um, we don't give a fuck. We're just like make our cool. Vi- what is even in the village? What it? I, oh, I don't even know. I don't know what's in there. I didn't do a lot of research. I have so many questions, and um, it's just something so irreversible. Well, yeah. probably not, but it's like, why? Why make that stand there? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to go with like an old spelling, like go balls out and do like the weirdest one you can find. <laughs> do like Shakespeare. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. Uh, or they should have paired it with an emoji, maybe. Paired it. Oh. Paired it. Uh, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on a high note. <laughs> All right, I have a list here from Oxford Dictionaries. Okay. Ten things you might not have known about the English language. I probably don't know any of them. (laughs) I wonder how many we do know. Zero. Number one, it is the only major language without an academy to guide it. What's an academy? Uh, L'Académie François, Mm, based in Paris. Is oh like and okay okay yeah they like guide it it's okay. over is in charge of overseeing the French language interesting um for Spanish there's the Real Academia Española do they like make rules and stuff I guess so that German has <laughs> German has the Retford Deutsch Rechtschreibung <laughs> There's no equivalent for English. No. Especially of, not for what you just said. Yeah. Of the 10 most widely spoken languages in the world, only English has no academy to guide it. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? It's because it would be a huge waste of taxpayer money. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Good point. But uh, you know people will be like, I'm not paying for those fucking pansies to talk about language. Yeah. yeah. Those academics. Um... So, yeah, like it's come up a couple times, but it never like gains traction. Okay. So no one does it hmm. um, more than don't let USC be in charge. <laughs> Am I right, guys? You are right. Uh, OK. More than one billion people are learning English as you read this. Sorry. 96 <laughs> of the 100 most common English words are Germanic. Really? Yes. Wow. Do they have any examples? Uh, fine. Let me see. <laughs> Automobile? Because I know I say that every day. <laughs> uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. The most frequently used words are... The meat and bones of the language, the essentials that make communication work, including I, you, go, eat, and so on. Oh, okay. Old English developed from various Germanic languages that came to the British Isles in the second half of the first millennium AD. Oh, okay. So it's like old German. Yeah. Okay. Um, whereas the language has... I'm only fluent in new German. <laughs> Changed almost unrecognizably since then, including the grammar, the basic words have remained the same. Wait, what? Whereas the language has changed almost unrecognizably then, including the ga- grammar, the basic words have remained the same. Okay. All right, next. 
But most words that have entered the language since 1066 have Latin origins. Fascinating. I guess. For more than a century, the English aristocracy couldn't speak English. (laughs) They, like, moved to France, and they were all about France and stuff like that. Dorks. All of the, like, religious and aristocracy were French. Um... There's little to suggest that the aristocrats themselves spoke English. It isn't until the end of the 12th century that we have evidence of the children of the English aristocracy with English as a first language. In 1204, the English nobility lost their estates in France and adopted English partly as a matter of national pride. Number Come six. On, guys, took you long enough. Which is why Latin words sound more prestigious than Germanic ones. Think about the difference between a house, Germanic, and a mansion, (laughs) French. Well, they're also like two different things. Um, Or between starting something and commencing. Yes. Or between calling something kingly or calling it regal. I mean, honestly, the second person sounds like a (laughs) D-bag. It's true. (laughs) Let us commence this discussion. Yeah. Um, the concept of correct spelling is fairly recent. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Let's go back to the Wild West. Yeah. Where you could just spell Shakespeare Howard if you wanted. Uh, so in this description, they say Shakespeare, for example, was liberal in his spellings of words, often using multiple variants within a single text. His name itself has been <laughs> spelt. In many different ways over the centuries. Wow, that's weird how that was there too. Yeah, Yeah, I've seen that before and I'm also like, was Shakespeare like liberal with his spelling or was he just like lazy AF and like didn't go back and reread? I think a lot of people were lazy AF, but it wasn't like a thing to care back then about spelling. Consistency. I don't care if you spelled it wrong, but spell it wrong every time. Also people copying it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're copying it by hand. And how about capitalization back in the day? How about it? Did you ever read like the Constitution or anything? It's like every other word every is capitalized. <laughs> it's like if you do direct quotes, there's some like people who do direct quotes of like olden times. Mm-hmm. They use the capitalization, the punctuation, and everything. It's like everything is so random. I'm like, I don't even understand these rules. Well, there weren't any. It was the Wild West and so. everybody was drunk all the time. That's a good point. Okay, number eight. One man is largely responsible for the differences between American and British spelling. And that man is Noah Webster. Oh, I thought it was going to be Benjamin Franklin. Oh, that would be amazing. (laughs) It's just a gut feeling. Noah Webster was a patriotic man. Yeah, most things that we say, like, guess who did that in Philadelphia? It's like, Ben Franklin? That's pretty much the answer. Yeah, you could pass a test. (laughs) If you just put Ben Franklin for every answer, (laughs) I bet you could pass. Probably. Um... Born in Connecticut in 1758, he believed that a great emerging nation such as the USA needed a language of its own, American English. Is he the dictionary dude? Webster? You can find his name on many dictionaries. Wow. Um, yeah, so he is the reason that we do color instead of color. Oh, thank you, Noah. Center instead of centre. Preach. Dude, that is so annoying. Centre. That really gets me. You know what is tough now, though? Okay, so here's one that a lot of people get wrong, I will say, in America. Okay. Traveler or traveled yeah. or canceled. 
Well, because that is A tricky. lot of people do two L's, but that I is British. I do that too. I and know. then I, That's why I brought this up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I recently, like, like seriously recently, like maybe in the past like two years, actually realized there's not two L's and canceled. Yeah. Like I had no idea. And then it would like autocorrect and I would be like, what the fuck? Like, am I... Is that a yeah. different word? I don't know. Like, canceled? Like, <laughs> yeah. No, I know. A lot of people get that one wrong. Like, seriously. And I mean, and honestly, in today's like global society, um, it's hard now with these spellings because we all yeah. see each other's stuff. And if it's well, written in English, it's written yeah. in English. And so um, there are some things that like stand out, like color mm-hmm. um, and center. But if you yeah. say traveled, like yeah, it's hard to. It's hard well, to you know, track. like in my case too, like I'm so global, I'm so international, right. I'm such a jet setter. Exactly, I'm always flitting and flighting in like Milan and Paris and London, yep. and you know, it's hard for me to keep track. It is, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's amazing we can even do this podcast. I know it's incredible, and my airline miles and. Ugh. <laughs> I am basically like when it comes to this mis- or spelling mm-hmm. uh, in particular, when I have to correct people, <laughs> I am like the equivalent of like, remember the um, skit from SNL of like the IT guy who comes up and like makes fun of everybody? Yeah. That's like me with like traveled or canceled. <laughs> I'm like, well, if we're in Britain. And everyone's like, what <laughs> are you talking about? Because they have no idea. Yeah. They no. just think you're weird. Like, okay. Well, if your mom came from Dubinshire, <laughs> cancel this conversation. <laughs> oh. Okay, number nine. The I-Z-E, mm-hmm. eyes, is not an American suffix. It's British. So oh, people always okay. think because it's like weird, I guess, that Americans did it. Like modernize or? Yeah, modernize, popularize, maximize, digitize. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I would never assume that suffix belong to anybody but i guess that's again because i'm so globally aware right mm-hmm. all right number 10 most important the english language will change a lot during your lifetime like it or not <gasps> dun 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 you new words are being coined all the time yeah if you ask someone what 20 years ago 20 years ago whether they had Googled the person they had just friended on Facebook, they would stare at you blankly. Um, vocabulary changes more rapidly than grammar, but even English grammar is evolving. For example, um, whom is increasingly being replaced by who? Mm-hmm. Who can you blame? Decades ago, this would have jumped Me. off the page as a grammatical error, but doesn't it look okay now? Looks okay. Sounds okay. I love it. I like it, and I want more of it. Done. What do you think is the weirdest or most noticeable change of language in your lifetime? (sighs) She just smiled so big. (laughs) That's a really interesting question. Remember once when you were talking about every day? And um, we don't need to talk about what I did and didn't know about that. (laughs) But you were like, I actually wouldn't be surprised if one day it was just one word. Yeah. Because people do it so weird all the time. That would be my biggest change. 
I think about that sometimes. It's like what I'm fighting against. Like, and that, <laughs> that last note is like so directed towards me because things that happen before, like I don't really care about because I'm yeah. like, I'm with the new times, whatever. Yeah. But like, come on guys, get with it. Anything that happens like past the day that I turned 30, I'm like pretty okay. not okay with. <laughs> all right, all right. So you're not okay with... Every day becoming every day. Yeah. Well, that's not really happening. You just you just hypothesized it, Mike. I hypothesize it, but I see it because like people just don't know the difference. A while no. is the same thing. That's definitely becoming one word. Yeah, I already forgot when we talked I about know. that. So I mentioned all the things I wish you remembered. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so I'm mean. just kidding. I'm just kidding. We have a joke for those of you who haven't listened before that sometimes I bring up things on the podcast to correct Morgan. <laughs> This is why we even have a podcast. Yeah, just so she can be like, you're really fucking it up. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I'm like against anything that changed before. Or not against, but like the biggest change. I don't know what it would have been. I mean, the who and whom thing is a big one that people just don't care as much as I feel like when I was go- like going to school. Yeah, nobody cares. Nobody cares. I don't even remember learning that shit in school. I think like getting rid of the comma a lot is a big thing. Um, okay. Serial commas used to be much more common, of course, and mm-hmm. or I think they did at least in what I was doing. And then um, the comma before the two, T-O-O at the yes. end of the sentence. The comma after like, um, if you say like, when we went to Denver, Colorado, or not, that's like not a good example, but like the people from Denver, Colorado often, I don't know. Smoke pot. Smoke pot. I know. Yeah. I was trying to think of something else, but I can't. But it's like, you know, sort of more old school is that you would put a comma after Colorado, even oh, though there's hmm. not a pause. Hmm. I really don't agree with that, but um, hmm. that's been a big change that people have like let that go. But some people still do it because it's it's still part of style, guys. Yeah. Excuse me. Over here. I have a question. Important yeah. question. Okay. When does... Auto or spell check or grammar check in Microsoft Word. When does that get updated with these rules? And who do you think they take their rules from? As a Microsoft executive. (laughs) Do you think the auto spell checker people go to ACEs and stuff and where they come up with new things? Um, Example, sorry, I I recently got corrected for the comma before the two at the end of a sentence. And the comma uh, after so always at the beginning of a sentence. And I go, oh, should I put it in? And I go, no, looks dumb. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I don't I don't know how they update that. Do you, What do you do when that happens to you? Or do you have those ignore. issues? Ignore it, right? I literally press ignore. You never second guess yourself <laughs> at this point, right? Uh, um, I think it's still good to see. Like, I think it's good to have a check because sometimes obviously it does pick up things. And you're like, like sorry, grandma. I'm ditching this comma. Exactly. All right. I mean, the biggest change in language since, I mean, we were growing up is definitely just like how much more casual. I mean, like casuals become like we've talked about it, like people using exclamation points all the time. And, you know, just like <laughs> stuff like that is, you know, it's different. You don't write letters anymore. And you don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do. <laughs> Me and my friends and around the globe. Yeah, that's well, how we communicate, Linda. You have a very busy schedule. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, it's a different lifestyle. You wouldn't understand. All right. <laughs> well.
See yourselves out. Creepy. What if tomorrow really Brian was dead? I'd be like, wait right. a second. What is my responsibility here? You know what I'd do with that? Thinking face emoji. Hmm. Hmm. What should I do? What should I do? This has been a riveting production.